Hi, welcome to A Savoured Life, a podcast for mindful writing, creative inspiration and soulful living. I am your host, Maya Osmani, and I'm here to help you get on that path of intuitive living and growing as a creative and as a writer. Now, something that all writers and all creatives go through is a lot of self-sabotage. I think that as a career, creativity is such a vulnerable way of putting ourselves out there, of creating that connection with people that you may not know, strangers, you're sharing a part of your soul, a part of everything that you stand for and believe in. And that's an extremely vulnerable position to be putting yourself into. And it isn't like unnecessary and unfortunate that we do suffer from these terrible self-sabotage issues. Now, I say it's one of those things that I think every creative goes through. There are so many different forms of self-sabotage. And in the next four episodes, I'm going to cover each in as much detail as we can handle on a podcast. So I'm going to start with number one, which I think that I'm guilty of, something you're probably guilty of as well if you're a creative, and that is procrastination. Procrastinating on our dreams, on those very things that we want. We want transformation in our lives. We want to create more in our lives. But somehow, when we are given the time and opportunity to really make that happen, we find excuses to walk away, find things that we don't really need to be doing, and we walk towards them, even though we could actually spend that time creating. Now, what we normally do when we procrastinate is that we tell ourselves off. We're mean to ourselves. We're not very nice. We'll tell ourselves we're stupid or that we don't have the energy and that we're lazy and a failure. And those awful negative words actually wear us out, wear us down and actually take away any spark of creativity that we might still have. Now, I know from my own experiences when I've tried to write my books, I have a few hours to myself, I could be sitting there and doing some productive work, but instead I find time to do the things that don't require my immediate attention, like gardening and picking those weeds that could wait for the weekend or cooking something that I've never cooked before just because I want to get away from my desk and from writing. And here I am craving to write this book or this article and I'm doing exactly that, walking away from it. Now the question to ask rather than berating ourselves is, why do I not have this energy to do this? Why am I procrastinating? You need to understand the reasons why you're actually walking away from that rather than doing it and rather than spending the time berating yourself. The funny thing is that when you actually sit down to evaluate why you procrastinate, you'll find that it's not the things that you thought. It's not because you're not talented. It's not because you don't know what to write. It's simply because you're fearful. You're scared of starting because you want another problem there, which we'll talk about in our next episode is the the need for perfectionism. And one of those 
those fears is that when I write those words on the page, they won't be perfect. And if they're not perfect, I'll be crippled and I won't be able to write them. And that fear leads to procrastination because you'd rather not see yourself as a failure on the page than actually begin your project. It's not because we're afraid of success, but we're afraid of what and how a life could change if we actually wrote it. And the funny thing is that this is such a double-edged sword. You want that change in your life. You want to be known for your writing or your creativity, but it is that fear of success that is a back-ended fear that doesn't actually manifest itself in front of your mind. It's there at the back. What if my life changes? What will I do then? Am I ready to give up I don't know, my yoga every evening just so that I'd have more writing projects? Do I have the ability to give up the time with my family because if I become famous through my book, I'll have to make those choices? It is these fears that hold us back. It's not because you're not talented. It's because you don't believe in your talent. You think that your wonderfully unique ideas might be stupid because no one else has come up with them. And that very fear of not thinking that you fit in is a fear that stops us from writing or creating. Because we ultimately live in a world where the similar sort of people, you know, clamoured together, people who have done certain things and you and you go off a little offbeat and you give your own voice to it is also celebrated. But someone who comes with a unique idea is almost always met with fear, with questioning, with uh, a little bit of uh, cynical attitudes, and you're afraid of making yourself vulnerable. And one of the other reasons that we procrastinate as writers and creatives is getting out of our comfort zone. And I suppose all the points that I have mentioned, all the reasons we do this, one of the main things is comfort zone. We don't want to rock the boat in our lives. And being vulnerable, allowing yourself to put yourself out there stops you and makes you scared and you walk away. And I know that for myself, this is exactly what happens. Every time I have wanted to write a piece, I will find a hundred reasons not to write it, even though I know if I write it, I'll make money from it, it'll get read, it will be wonderfully received. But the fear of putting it out there cripples me. Now, before I say any more, let me say this. This is natural. This is normal. To feel this way as a creative, to feel this level of procrastination is what makes you a writer and a creative. And so I will reiterate that procrastination is a good sign. It's a good sign because it means that we are on the threshold of something life-changing, that we are on that potentially incredible success that we're going to get from these little changes that we can make. So in theory, procrastination is like a little hiccup before success. So let me say that if you are procrastinating, be proud of yourself. It means that though we self-sabotage because we hate change, you are here because you do want to change and you do want to change the way that you do things. I will also say that one of the things you must do 
when you start to procrastinate is to look behind the reasons why. This is an important thing because I think that the first thing that you need to do is become familiar with your own self-sabotage. So here are a couple of tips to help you overcome your procrastination, but also to help you honor yourself. Be kind to yourself, number one. Be kind because you're here, you're familiar with the fact that you're here because you want change and you're on that threshold of it. And one of the ways that I conquer a lot of my self-sabotage is through journaling, through writing. And one of the things that I really find is incredible about the journaling side is that when you write your fears, your, your fears and all your sort of negative words about yourself on a page, you make them real because they're not just sitting in your head and jumping about, they're actually alive on a page. And then if you reread them, you're shocked with the way that you're speaking about yourself to yourself. And it also helps to identify why. Now, it's really important to understand why you feel this way. Is it fear? of not having enough talent? Is it the fear of success? Is it fear of being out of your comfort zone? When you begin to write this, you begin to see and understand yourself. And the beauty of that is that actually, you learn that it actually isn't that real. <laughs> it really isn't that real. It is there, it is your internal fears. And when you read them, they sound ridiculous. And trust me, nine out of 10 times, you will walk away and laugh at yourself for feeling this way. But the most beautiful part about journaling is that slowly by dealing with your issues and dealing with your fears and your, you know, your procrastination, you will begin to unload. It's like self-therapy. You'll start to write those words and things will start to become clearer. And when you understand the reasons behind it, you can really start to be kinder to yourself. The other thing that I suggest is to break down all your assignments or projects or ideas by writing them down. And I know it's really overwhelming when you think about writing a book or you think about writing an article that's really long. The very fear of how long it is and the overwhelm of how long it might be your project, it stops you from actually writing it. And that then in turn leads to procrastination. So write down all the things you need to do. Say you have to do 10 chapters, write down, write, month, June. I'm only going to think about chapter one and nothing else. Don't think about the research for the rest of the book. Don't think about other characters. Just think about those. So break it into small pieces. And that really stops you from feeling scared of the project ahead. Be intentional about what you're doing. And I think that I find that when I'm intentional about a project, when I when I think about it, when I when I'm going for a walk, I think about it. When I'm eating, when I'm cooking, and I'm not always writing. And one of the things we feel is that if we don't sit at the table and we're not actively writing, we are not writers, and that's not true. Writers are writers when they're having a cup of coffee and watching the world go by. Writers are writers when they go on holiday with their family and they breathe in the sunshine and the, and the beautiful breeze at the beach. You're a writer because those are little facets of ideas that are going into your head and your mind and your soul and creating characters and creating stories and reliving energy and aromas and spices and whatever you may be 
exposed to. And these are what make you a multifaceted writer. So when you're resting, you're still a writer and you're not procrastinating. And one thing that I will say is that stay consistent with the expectation on yourself. Don't just have little bouts of procrastination and then walk away and say, yes, I can journal and get better. This is an ongoing process. This ability to truly understand why we self-sabotage is a constant journey. Take small steps towards it and get there. And finally, accept these feelings of resistance because it's a good sign when you're working on the right things. And in my experience, when you do these things, analyze your self-sabotage and take the actions that I've recommended. Move on and achieve those dreams that you have because ultimately you are on that absolute journey to your dreams and you can get there by just believing that you are human and you're not alone. I hope that you found this episode inspiring and you found it that it will help you through those moments of self-sabotage. In the next episode I'm going to deal with another self-sabotage that we are quite guilty of as creatives so I hope you'll tune in. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, do rate it on your platform because it really helps it to get out there to people who might benefit from it as well. Now, if writing a cookbook or a nonfiction book is something that has been your dream, I am launching my four-week online dream to draft course that's called Crafted and it's going to be coming out this autumn. So keep an eye and do join the waitlist to be one of the first people to sign on. Anyway, that's enough from me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time, live a more savoured life, live a slower life.